0: Shalom, shalom. This is Apostle Grace. Welcome to Dominion Plus Life. This week edition. This week we're gonna we're gonna deal with that forgiveness and replugging to growth. You know, an unforgiving heart is one that is filled with an intoxicant poison. Whether we want to believe it or not, man's greatest need is forgiveness. Do you remember when you answered the call of salvation and you made that ultimate exchange that granted you access to eternal life and eternal rewards? And you probably were overjoyed, enthusiastic, added that you, you finally saw the light and that your, your life was no longer on the detour or the journey to hell. And today you can boldly declare that heaven is your home. If you can't boldly declare that, before the end of this broadcast, you're going to get an opportunity to to make heaven your home. Get this. There is an adversity. He wants to influence you to to believe that what someone done to you was an unpardonable thing. You see, that's the beginning of a journey in which a man or woman walks around with a chip on his or her shoulder. You see, an unforgiving heart will sabotage your entrance into the remnant of doing greater things. And it is impossible to achieve what simply is unheard of man. You see, the gateway, or perhaps the the dominion entrance, begin with us upholding the laws and the precepts that God established for man to hearken and to obey. You see, when we were coming up and and uh, in our child childhood, that we were told things that we could do and things we couldn't do, and when we broke those laws. There was discipline. The same goes with the kingdom of God. You see, a man's obedience opened the door to a flood of God's goodness. You see, a story of Jacob and Esau. It teaches us a lot about how important the forgiveness is in our journey. Now, years has passed, and and I'm sure it was painful for Esau. But he chose to to take the high road and to embrace forgiveness. He had the option to to harbor resentment towards Jacob. But he chose to, to, to set his brother free. Let me ask you this question. Who is in prison because you got stuff against him? Because you got you, you 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 trip, you flip, and you you say, I ain't gonna forgive them. You see, Esau. He he wasn't going to continue on holding this grudge. He, you know, he went through that cycle with that grudge with him he probably had an aha moment that is too expensive and i'm not willing to pay the price you see in genesis 27 verse 41 through 45 that esau he he held a grudge against jacob because of the blessing his father had given him He said to himself that the days of mourning for my father are near, but I will kill my brother, Jacob. You see, what you allow in your field to act as a weapon to slow the growth of your harvest crops is up to you. Now, let me ask you this question. Is it worth the price that you have to pay for it? I come to tell you to let it go and take a step towards into the arena where there are robots growth and harbours planned for for your eat and feel. What that blueprint of God who said, "I come to give you the abundant life to the full until it overflow. That's what's happening. In the garden, when we line upon line, precept upon precept. It is a new day. It's a new season. It is a new dispensation. And much grace is available for the declared righteous. Whether we want to know it or not, we are the declared righteous, not because we accept Jesus, but because we demonstrate the effectiveness of being a model of Christ in its absolute form. You know, not, not like that form, that you don't like your brother, you don't like your sister, you don't like this, you don't like that, and uh, you 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 can't treat your brethren in, in with kindness. You know, that old religion act uh, that you you say, hello, praise God, I love you, and then when you leave there, oh, I can't stand. Is that having a pure heart? Is it junked in the heart when we come to the Of course it is. You know, Paul tells us in Ephesians 4 of 22 that we were taught with regards of your former way of life to put off the old self which is corrupted by its deceitful lust or its deceitful desires, one version said, You see, forgiveness promotes reconciliation more than anything. Simply dropping it and letting it go, no matter how much it hurt, no matter who disappointed you, no matter what the old man, that nature you bury at, at, at Calvary Cross, tries to recycle in your mind, tries to recycle in your heart. You see, the, the old man is no longer alive. So it cannot pursue you or influence you to do anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are the redeemed. And you do, not, you do not have to speak and listen to dead things. You see, the kingdom life is designed to bring the dead back to life. And so that that person can live out loud the redeemed life that we've been given in Christ. Paul tells us in Colossians 3.13, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have grievance against somebody. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. You may say, Apostle, do you understand what they did to me? and how much it hurt. In Matthew's the 6th chapter verse 14. Jesus set the stage for us to take dominion and and leap and 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 forgive and replug and watch the growth process begin. He tells us if you forgive that the failures of others your heavenly father will also forgive you we all can have can tell our personal stories on how much we trip how much we flip and and make crazy decisions and how we we choose to do, uh, move from the path of the righteous for a moment now if you continue on that path it is time for you you wayfair son and daughter to come back home it's getting real dark out there. And so come to Jesus. It's, it's wonderful to know that that our Savior specialized in bringing prodigals back home. You see, Jesus, he understands this journey. has his, his times of, of stretching and crazy moments. But when you feel like that you're going to lose it all for real, he understands. That's probably why he he gave us grace of forgiveness 70 times 7. So that means a total of 490 times a day. Jesus tells us in Matthew 18, chapter, verse 21 through 23. He tells us very clearly. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked him, Lord, how often do I have to forgive a believer who's wronged me? Seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you, not just seven times, but 70 times seven. Now, that doesn't mean that we sit back and say, "I got. I'm gonna use it all. I'm real close to 409, but I'm gonna hold on because I gotta do. I got some more way to go." You see, when we live by God's grace, we won't let the spirit of condemnation bound us. We we take our place in forgiveness, replugging and grow from the craziness that is designed to, to serve as a weapon to clog or restrain your blessing canal. You see, what a man allows to grow and reside in his or her ear is what is holding him back. Because if you hear it long enough, you're going to do it. In other words, if we listen to it and keep listening to it, we'll find ourselves shifting away from God. When we we are hearkening, we are doing, and we are obeying the word of God, there is no demon in hell can stop you from having an encounter after encounter, nor can they stop you from, from reaching the place of destiny and purpose. You are destined to live a better life and to have a happy life. A happy life is a victorious lifestyle. Don't allow people, things, and events to hold you captive. Maintain a a heart of forgiveness. Because it can, you see, if you don't, you, that heart of unforgiveness will lead you to an enslavement. It will cause a man to eat from the table of the lowest steam of provisions and portion rather than eating from the fatness of the land. And you know, Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, chapter, verse 14-15, he tells us, if you confess the failures of others, excuse me, if you forgive the failures of others, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, your Father will not forgive your failures. You see, it's, it's true. That what is harboring in one's heart may be the very thing that's holding back his dominion harvests. You see, believers, And dominion and and unbelievers as well are like must forgive from time to time. And we are not exempt. I accept the Lord. He understands. Yeah, he understands his word too. He understands how his system operates. He understands how he's ready to do this. In other words, he's saying that if you do this, you're going to get this. If you don't do this, you're going to get this. You see, in 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9, David gives us some profound insight. He tells us the Lord, search all hearts and understand all the intents of the thoughts. He understands. But he's not granting us a license to stay in that place. You know that place where we got to jack up attitude and I'm going to do me and I don't care about nobody. It's their prerogative. I'm going to stay right here. You see, for a long time, Ananias has been calling the Ecclesia, his church, to a higher place within him. A higher place in and grasping hold of the character of God and hold of the plan of God, the purpose of God, and being a model of the kingdom. You see, if you Christ sent a model in our day, we must follow his example rather than the world aiming to dominate our field while still eating from the plate of darkness. You see, if, if if we are a Christ-centered martyr, we should smell like heaven. We should talk like heaven. We should operate like the just that declare righteous. You see, C.L. Lewis he once said, to be a Christian, it means to forgive the unscusable because God has forgiven the unscusable from you. We have been forgiven. And so we forgive others. You see, at Calvary Cross, Jesus forgave dis- despite of the fact that he'd done nothing to justify that punishment. Many of us would have been screaming for the death sentence, for those who was on our right and on our left. Because we, we, we hold on to things and we got that picture Of the world you see if a man wants mercy and grace he he must be willing to give it if you're holding something against another let it go it's not worth it be bold and be determined to to place it at the altar of god and leave it there Come on, let's embark on the adventure that God has designated for your life with a pure heart and one who, who prepares him or herself to encounter the abundant life that Jesus came to give. Don't let the principalities and the powers of devils to enslave you with drama. You know, that mess that that should have been placed in the blood of the on the blood of the altar where the blood of Lamb is. You see, there are only two ways that we can go about this. The first one is to make peace with all men, because life is too short to harbor unforgiveness. The other way is this like, ain't nothing wrong with me. They shouldn't have acted like that. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have been that way. You see, may we all continue on the path of living with a heart that is fueled by grace to forgive all the junk, the mess that aim to strike a rock of offense in our hearts. You see, sometimes you, you have to walk that floor and say, Devil, not today. No more. I ain't putting up there with this torment, this harassment. I am standing strong because I'm working in agreement with God. I'm working in agreement with his love. I'm working in agreement with his plan. I'm working in agreement with his His covenant. His covenant results is about to come our way bigger than ever. You believe that, expect. It. I want to thank you this morning. Or well, whatever time you listen to this podcast, I pray that your heart will continuously flow like a river, in His river of grace and mercy. And that, uh, that mantle that forgive because Jesus forgive us. Have a prophetic fulfillment. A promise declaring. And a purpose driven week. And many blessings. And much love. But before we go, if you have never made Jesus the Lord of your life, And you want to know Jesus. Know about his love. Know about his wonderful plan. And how he he died for you. So you can have this glorious life. That internal life. It begins with accepting him as your Lord and Savior. You see Paul tells us in Romans the 10th chapter verse 9. If you declare with your mouth. Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Maybe right now you're at that place saying, yeah, I'm ready. I want to I surrender my life to the Lord. Maybe it's your first time, or maybe you've been a wayfair, son or daughter. No matter what it is, the Father has open arms. He's ready to bring you there. All you got to do is repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I am not right with you. And I want to be right with you. I'd ask you to forgive me of all my sins. For the word of God tells me if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead, I will be saved. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and the savior of my life. And thank you for saving me in Jesus name, I pray, amen. Let me be one of the first to welcome you to the family of God. We so excited that you made the choice of a lifetime. Hallelujah. And if you prayed that prayer with me, with a sincere heart, I would like to hear from you. Just send me a message on Instagram at Dominion Plus Life or via our email at Reigns at icloud.com. You see, right now, heaven is rejoicing. And we are rejoicing with you. Hallelujah. Again, welcome to the family of God. And thank you all for tuning in this week. Again, may the blessing of the King be upon you. Remember, our mission is to depopulate hell and overpopulate heaven for our King's glory. Love you all. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and let us hear those testimonies. Shalom, shalom, shalom.